Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Never Alone podcast with me, your host and friend, hopefully. Um, and thank you for joining me on today's episode. Episode 249, we're almost at the 250 mark. Um, I wrote the other day that, obviously I have goals for the pod and stuff like that. Um, and the one was like, make it to 300 episodes. But then I was like, 300 is actually really close. So I'm going to extend it. So the goal is now to make it to 500. As you know, or if you don't know the goal, we are chasing the armchairs. But I know they are way ahead of us, but we're still chasing them. So, um... Yeah, welcome back to another episode. I must say, this episode was going to be something completely, completely different. So, because I remember sitting here and finishing the previous episode and being like, I already know what the next episode is going to be. And I was so prepared. But then the past week has just been like full of random, you know, stories and events that I was like, there's so much I can talk about. And I was thinking of doing, because the episode was going to be about books, books, books. And I was thinking about doing that and talking about what happened this week. But then I was like, no, that's going to deviate from the main thing of the thing. So I was like, let me just make a whole episode about this week. So this is just a regular episode. Um, talking everything and any, anything and everything. Um, it is Sunday. It's a Sunday night. It is currently 1 minute to 10 p.m. I should be sleeping, but we don't have conditioning in the morning, so, and I can't do conditioning anyways, but, so, I don't have to wake up super early, but I do have to wake up earlier than I thought, because I completely forgot that I have an appointment with the sports psychologist here at the university, and I was like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. So I'm going to do that. That's at 8 tomorrow morning. So I still have time. I can still eat breakfast and do all the things. But I am going to have to sacrifice going to my 8 o'clock class. And yeah, there's... Yeah, anyway. There's a whole other thing. So it doesn't matter anyway. Um, But welcome back. Thank you for joining me if you are returning. And if you are a new trooper, welcome. It's so lovely to have you here. And I hope you can stay and join us for this exciting adventure um, of the pod and see where, see where this takes us, honestly, and mine, if you don't know, my name is Naledi, and I am your host, and just, it's literally just me, so I don't know what I'm saying, um, so self-checking moment girl, I hope that you are well, I hope that you are happy, I hope that you are healthy, and I hope that you are taking care of thee, and I hope you had a beautiful and gaudacious day today. I really do hope you did something fun. I hope, you know, whatever day it is that you had a great day. Um, and whatever time that you're listening to this, I hope you enjoy a day. Or I hope you just had a good day. And once again, thank you so much for taking the time out of Wednesday. Whether this is background noise, whether you're actively listening, I appreciate it. Any, Anyway, so welcome back. I'm excited for this episode because <laughs> it's been crazy this week so many things so many things to talk about um but i was gonna say something first um we're back at our other location i always take a chance because i'm in where am i i'm in one of the group study rooms in our dorm in our in our hall um and they they are usually empty but sometimes you always find there's like one person in there i'm like and i was walking down the hall and 
there was one lady sitting and she was I don't know if she was like working or she was if she was watching Bob's Burgers because I saw Bob's Burgers on the TV and I was like oh my word and I watched Bob's Burgers almost like every single night before I sleep um and I was seeing if I recognized the episode and was the Thomas episode Thomas Edison episode um from season three and that's that's a funny episode um and I was like oh my word Bob's Burgers and then so I couldn't go in there so I like went further down the hall and um I someone just like hit the window for some reason and I found this room again so we're here again um doing the pod and this is probably gonna be like our Disney space unless I find some other place who knows I don't know um but yeah anyway as you can tell I don't have a mic because I left my little recording situation at home I, I didn't think it was necessary to bring it for whatever reason um and it, that's okay you know it's not that deep it's not that crazy that I don't have one I'm just gonna try enunciate my words a bit better um and then maybe during the winter break we can figure out a recording you know better audio quality situation but for now we are here and we're gonna have a nice little chat don't know how long this is gonna be excuse me um, but I'm excited. So, you know, grab some water, grab something to drink, I don't know. I had a turmeric tea the other day, it was the best thing ever. But I only have my water with me now. Um, because it's gonna be a lot of talking. <laughs> it's gonna be a lot of talking, but this is what we do. We ta- we chat, we talk, that's what this is. So, let me start off, because I actually completely forgot about this. Until I went into my notes, because I wrote so many notes this week to remind myself to talk about it on the podcast. And I went to my notes and I saw this and I was like, oh my god, I completely forgot about this. But this was a nightmare. This is a literal nightmare. I think it happened on Monday. Um, but it happened, it was like the beginning of the week. No. Yes, it was, yeah, it was Monday. No, it wasn't Monday. It was Tuesday. It was Tuesday because we had um, six o'clock left in the morning. Let me tell you the story. So, what I... I actually... I went to sleep relatively early the night before. So, I don't know what... What this was. <laughs> I don't know what this was. So, anyway. I have my... Do I have my, I have my phone with me usually when I sleep for my alarm. And I used to listen to music. It all kind of depends. Sometimes my music is a bit loud. Um, and I have a roommate. So, I'm trying to respect the boundaries. Um, but I usually listen to music when I sleep. But when sometimes I don't. Depending on, like what percentage my phone is on because music like drains my battery so but I don't recall having music I don't have music this time okay and so I'm going to sleep I'm pretty sure it was 11 or just before 11 I'm going to sleep and it's a normal night and I jump awake I'm like oh I'm awake and Thinking at the back of my head, I always have this fear that I'm going to oversleep because we have left and I don't want to oversleep. You don't want to miss left because there's always some sort of punishment if you do. Um, so there's like this deep fear of oversleeping and not hearing my alarm. So my body is like naturally kind of alert, weirdly, just like making sure that I hear my alarm or I wake up like half an hour before my alarm. Anyway, so there's just that fear and I like jump awake. I'm like, oh. And mind you, I said I went to sleep at like 11, like past, I think it was like 1 past 11, because I remember looking at my phone. And I wake up, (laughs) 
and I look at the time on my phone and it says 1.30 or 1.32. And I'm going to be saying 1.32 a lot throughout this, but it said 1.32 a.m. Now, mind you, mind you, I only have to wake up at 5 or 5.15 to get ready to leave at like 5.45. No, at 5, yeah, 5.45. You see? So I'm awake at 1.32 and I'm like, and I'm not fully conscious and aware. And I only found out now or like I, because looking back to this, I'm like, what made me think that I have to get out of my bed at 1.32? So I literally got up got, and I'm on like a bunk bed type beat, but it's not like high, but it's kind of high. So every time I get on and off, it feels like a jungle gym. I always say that. I'm like, this feels like a jungle gym because it's such a mission to get into my bed every single night and get all. It's like, but it doesn't go any lower. It doesn't, it does go higher, but I don't want it to go higher, but it doesn't go any lower. So I get off my jungle gym of a bed and I walk to the bathroom. I always go to the bathroom and I feel like a zombie at this point. And in my head, I'm like going to the, not, I'm going to the bathroom with like, the the um the thought and the intention of like I need to wake up now like this is the time I need to wake up so I go to the bathroom and I kind of and I'm, I feel like a zombie and I just go to the bathroom and I'm on my phone because that's like what I do to wake myself up go on like t- I don't even know go on YouTube or something and I'm sitting on the bathroom on the toilet and I'm like I'm ready to wake up and then I have this weird like realization of like wait Because I also look, usually, like, my friend who is in the dorm is is with us. But I'm like, something's weird about this. And I'm like, wait. And I just, like, realize, I'm like, it's 1.32. And I realize I only have to be awake at 5. And I was like, what am I doing? Like, why? Obviously, I needed the bathroom. But I'm like, what am I doing? And I literally get up and go back to sleep. So now I go back. And I lie in my bed. And I put my phone down. Okay, put my phone down. And I close my eyes and I go to sleep. I jump awake again, like, scared. Like, I, like, I don't know how to describe it because it's kind of like I shock awake. Like, I shock myself awake, you know? And then I'm like, whoa. And then I look at my phone. It says 1.32 a.m. And I'm like, what the heck? It felt like I've just been, like, sleeping for so long. And this... This cycle repeats itself so many times. And I kid you not, I kept seeing 1.32 a.m. in the morning. I'm like, is my phone broken? Because then I thought my phone was not working. I thought that the, the, the clock on my phone was broken and that it was probably like 5.15 in the morning or something. I just thought that my phone was broken because the time did not change. It kept saying 1.32, like... Every time I went to sleep and closed my eyes and I woke up again, it was 1.32. And that happened more than five times. And I got so scared. I was like, I asked myself, like, wait, what's the time? Because I'm literally at this moment, I'm genuinely convinced that my phone is broken and my time is wrong. So now I'm freaking out. I'm like, okay, what can I do to, like, find a reliable time? So I literally go on my phone and I search time I search the time and I go find the real time a live clock and it's there and it's like 133 something I I don't even know what the time is at this point and I'm like okay this is reliable because I can see the time is moving 
you know. And I go back to sleep and I wake up at like two o'clock again and I wake up again at three. I just did not sleep. I, it felt like I didn't sleep. And I finally, sleep. it was like, it was 4.46 and I sleep. And then I hear my alarm. And the kind of relief that I felt when I heard that my alarm, because it was like a, oh, this is what was supposed to happen. Like this, hearing this alarm feels right in a way. Because I was like, I've had this whole episode of like waking up and going back to sleep or waking up and, you know, that hearing my alarm was like this assuring feeling of like, okay, now I need to wake up. I need to get up. And then I got up. And then I carried on my day. But I felt so tired the whole morning. as I felt like a zombie. I felt like a zombie. And I was like, that was the worst. And it just made me feel awful. Like, I just didn't feel rested. I didn't feel good. I was so tired. And I, when I got up, I was like, I can't believe that I'm awake. <laughs> I can't believe that I have to get up now. I couldn't believe it. Anyway, so I got up. I went about my day, whatever, whatever. And then, yeah, the whole day was tough. Because Tuesdays are tough generally, but now having this whole episode happen before I had to wake up was even harder. And then, to kind of put an icing on the cake, I was like... Then again, I'm like, during this whole thing, I'm not so conscious. So I literally went to my Google to find, you know, to see if what had happened was real. Then again, you guys know, or if you don't know... I have this, I guess you can call it, if you want, like a history of not be able, not not being able to differentiate like reality sometimes with a dream. And if you go like down episodes <laughs> in like the the podcast like catalog, there's like an episode where I literally was so scared. I was like, I I feel like I can't tell the difference between a dream and reality. I couldn't tell, I couldn't distinguish the difference and it was terrifying. So this was kind of that thing. So I wanted to make sure that was this real? Did this actually happen? Or was I just going crazy? And I went into my Google to see like my search history. <laughs> and I look, cause in my brain, what I had typed in was time Boone, North, North Carolina. And I see, this is verbatim what I wrote. I literally wrote, Time Finder, Boone, North Carolina. I am not kidding. I think somewhere, somewhere I'm going to put, because I took a screenshot. I was like, is this real? Like, what, what? I searched Time Finder. Like, I'm finding the time. Oh my gosh. Boone, North Carolina. And I was like, this actually happened. Then again, while this whole thing was happening, I wasn't fully conscious. So I gave myself some leeway. I was like, okay, you were kind of like half dead. Um, but I was like, I just can't believe I typed time finder. <laughs> anyway, it was a weird thing, but we're fine now. We're okay. I've been sleeping pretty well lately, but I just been having, I think I've woken up early every single day. Like this morning, I had to wake up at half past six because I had to get an MRI on my foot, which I'll get into later. And I'm like, ugh. I'm, I was like, it's literally Sunday. I have to wake up. Like, on Sundays, I sleep till nine and go to bed at like, you know, nine. So I get a lot of sleep on Sundays. 
But I had to wake up at like six and I was like, oh my goodness. But it was okay. So that was some way to kick off this episode. <laughs> um, but yeah, so went about my week as one does. Can't really remember what happened during the week. Didn't do much because of my foot. Um, but did all the school things. I did an exam, you know, I did all the school things. Um, we didn't have a tournament this week, so that was okay. But we have a tournament this week, this coming week. Um, it's our last one, and I, it's so sad. I'm probably not going to play because of my foot, um, which sucks, but you do what you must. Um, but yeah, I think I'm just going to jump to the next story, because this one is, I, yeah. Anyway, so, if you don't know... I am a bold girl. I gave up on my hair. Well, how long has it been now since I've been a bold person? I wouldn't say bold person, but like someone with short, short hair. Basically bold. It's been since, I think, grade 11. Yeah, it's been since grade 11. Like, late grade 11. The whole of grade 12, which is 2022. Um, so it's almost been like two years now of, you know, chopping my hair off. Now my hair, I haven't, oh my word, this is so bad. I haven't even, I'm going to do that episode. Let me make a note of that. Because I've said it so many, I think I've spoken about it, but I wanted, I wanted to do an episode about my hair, about hair. And it was literally called Hair is Emotional. Because <laughs> it is emotional. Um, so I'm going to put a pin in that and then we'll have a whole chat about that. Um, but I've talk, I've spoken about my hair like in the past about I, how I reached a breaking point, and there's some really traumatic photos that I have that just remind me of, like, what I stepped away from, because, honestly, I have no regrets, I never feel like, dang, you know, I wish I had a hair back, not a chance, never, I never think about that, um, so looking back at what my hair used to be is a reminder of, like, why I, you know, went bold, um, so, Following that, I needed to get a haircut because I said in the other episode that I've been like, I cut my hair, then I kind of let it grow, and then I cut it all off again, which is not like the pattern I want to get into because I said, oh, it wasn't in the Instagram live. I said that I don't want it to become a norm when my hair grows. Like, I don't want, like, not saying that I'm you know, focus on what people are seeing me as, like, in terms of, like, appearance, you know, but for myself, mostly, like, I don't want that to become the norm of, like, my hair being kind of grown, but I want this, like, what I have now is, like, you, I literally have no hair, I have hair, but I, there's, like, I'm bald, basically, this is what I want to be the norm, like, this is my hair, um, so I obviously need to, like, cut it literally every second week, you know, like, or every, after a week it grows, and it's at a nice length, and then I have to probably cut it again to get it back to where it was, so it's like a, it's not a lot of maintenance, but it's just like, you have to do a lot to maintain it, so it's not like I'm buying products, don't know, whatever, um, speaking of that, I went, so my hair was kind of growing, and I spoken about how, well, I didn't, but basically, here at the university, in the athletics department, there's this guy who cuts hair for the football bears. Super nice guy. But I went there, and I literally waited there for two hours 
to get my hair cut because he football players just kept coming and coming and coming and I was just standing there waiting for my turn I was like I literally stood here for two hours and they would he would tell me like yeah he said he was gonna come at this time but I asked him like last week can I just come at any time and he was like yeah and I came and then yeah it's just it was a whole thing and I was like I'm not gonna wait two hours again so I asked around like places to cut hair what a what a what a and I went to this place on, like, King Street. Um, okay. <sighs> I'm not trying to... I'm not bashing this place. Okay. But I went there. And obviously, you look online to see, like... And my hair is a specific kind of hair. You know what I mean? The texture, like, everything. It's very specific. So, um, I was like, okay... Um, but wait, what? I was like, okay, let me go to this place and ask, do they cut hair? And, oh, I actually emailed them as well and said, do they shave heads? And she was like, yeah, we shave heads. You know what I mean? (coughs) But then it's like, what kind of hair? You know, it's, there's a whole thing. So I went there Saturday morning. Was it? No, it was Friday. No? Yeah. It was Friday. I remember it was Friday. And I was like, I'm going to cut my hair. I was super excited to cut my hair. So I went there. And um, I go there. And I was, do you cut hair? Whatever. Do you have an appointment? Whatever. It was pretty empty. So I walk in. And I don't know. There was just like this weird vibe when I got there. And I asked, do you guys shave heads? And she was like, yeah, we shave heads. Whatever. And then this other lady came. So, yeah, let me cut your hair. And I sat in the chair. And this was the first tell for me. I was like, mm, I felt a bit odd. Um, she she goes, she's talking to me and kind of asking these questions, whatever. And she goes, you know what? Let me, let me take the, let me get you something to cover your body so that the hair doesn't get all over you. Let me, let me get that for you, okay? And I'm like, okay, thank you. And in my head, I'm like, obviously. That's like the, you don't even, when you cut hair, you don't even ask. You don't even, like, throw that in the air. You just do it. Because that's, that's, like, what you do when you cut someone's hair. When you shave head. You just... That's what you do. So the fact that she had to, like, voice it and kind of be like, you know what, let me... She had to think about it. Was like, mm, okay. And, yeah. She had to think about it. I was like, okay. <clears throat> um, and she asked me a lot of questions. And then I, I showed... Like, I have a picture of, like, the length that I want. Um, and so, yeah, I just wanted this lens. She was like, okay, yeah, sure, whatever. And she takes the blade and she's like cutting like my hair at the back. And even, or she's brushing it and eat, or combing it immediately. I'm like, hmm, this is an interesting method she's using. Um, because one, my hair wasn't that long. Um, so I'm like, why is she combing it? Anyway, she's like combing whatever, whatever. And... The, the, I, I could tell that the way that she was going through my hair was not correct. <laughs> it was not right. I was like, what is happening? Because she would do like one, like long strands. And I, oh, I'm, look, I'm not a professional, but I've cut my, I, I've been to, you know, salons now, people come in and I know that they don't do it like that. And so she, I was like, let me just let her do a thing. And I was like, let me just trust that this person knows what she's doing. And I didn't look in the mirror because I didn't want to see and, you know, make a face and be like, oh my word. 
but we're coming to the end and just the way that she's cutting my hair like how the her directionals I was like this is not right and then I looked up and I'm like this is so uneven like there was patches every and I can see I I can I can't tell because I don't know if it's like me being like you know over being dramatic and being like oh there's a patch here and being too much but I could tell that there was patches I was like this my hair doesn't look even here it looks super uneven and she kept cutting 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 and then she was like what do you think i'm like um and i feel so bad because then it's like me telling person how to do their job and like it, it looks i feel like they can go a bit more because it looks a bit patchy whatever and I, then in mind you i can't see the back of my head so i'm just like i don't even know what's going on back there um but i see the front and the sides and i'm like there's a literal patch on my on my on my head um and she's like oh yeah i see and i'm like the fact that i had to point that out to you is like no 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 so she like went over it and her hair came off i was like okay fine whatever and then she, and then i feel and then i told her maybe it's like yeah do you want me to wash it because then maybe after washing we can see i'm like it's not that deep like it's not that deep the hair is there like you can see my head but then she washed it or whatever and then we went back and it was so patchy and then she went over it quotation marks and then i was like yeah it's fine because i was like i'm not gonna sit here longer so then I was like, thank you, whatever, knowing that I'm going to go somewhere else. Um, I'm going to go somewhere else. Yeah. So, I, yeah. And I'm trying to think. So then I went to go pay. Now I'm thinking, okay, how much am I going to pay? <sighs> Let me tell you how much I spent on this. Because this is, this is actually ridiculous. And um, it's, oh my word, it's actually crazy. I spent $25. Now I've done the math. I've done the math. That's like 450 rand. 450 rand. Now, to put into perspective a bit of a comparison situation, back at home in George, do you know how much I pay for a, like my haircut? 20 rand. Mm-hmm. 20 rand, max 30, or no, max 50 rand, which is even pushing it, because why do I need to pay 50 rand to for you to cut all my hair off? No style, I'm not asking anything crazy of you, just cutting, I just want you to cut all my hair off and make it the same length, that's all I'm asking. So 50 rand is still pushing it, but I paid like 20, 30 rand. And the fact that this and it the it wasn't even done well was 450 rand $25 is unbelievable i i walked away so sad <laughs> cuz i'm i just put my cap on cuz then i would look bad and i walk away i walked away like oh my word like, what am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? You know, because now I'm, I'm literally thinking that I literally need to, and I was gonna go to the athletics dude for him to clean it up because it was, it's just like, it just was not neat to clean up. And then he wasn't there. I'm like, oh. So then I'm like, let me just, I might just have to like wait it out, let it grow, 
until it gets back to like a reasonable similar length because when you let it grow it's not that obvious but the fact that i'm like bold bold it's pretty obvious when it's uneven but then and then i thought i was like no i can't i i can't i cannot live like this so i was like either that afternoon or the next morning and i couldn't do that afternoon so the next morning i'm gonna go to another place and I went to another place, and I told them, like, what my situation, um, and then I told, I was like, I don't know, it looks a bit patchy, like, it, it just doesn't look right, and then she was like, yeah, I'm just gonna go over it, because it's between, I don't even know what length it is, if it's a one, but I think it's like a one, um, and then as soon as she started cutting, I could see, like, when the hair comes off, I was like, there's a whole, like, bunch. <laughs> so, it was clearly uneven. And then the lady was like to me, yeah, there were definitely some patches. Um, and then she was like to me, yeah, I think it's... Mm, what did she say to me, which was pretty interesting? She was like, yeah, you know, dealing with or cutting textured hair is a little more um takes a little more tr- more practice and tricky so people tend to like not get it right and I was like oh that's interesting because it's like she used like textured hair so I was like what does she mean I was like oh I see what she's talking about but there wasn't there in the beginning like obviously textured hair like black people's hair is different like it requires different you know things so she was like needs more practice and the lady who cut my hair in the beginning, who gave me the patches, I could tell from the way that she was holding the thing, the way she was, like, moving my head and moving me around the chair, I was like, she's doing too much, I think she was trying to, you know, what is the word, convince me that she could do a good job, not saying that she's, like, a bad person, but she was, like, convincing, like, she was, like, I don't know, but she was, like, moving me, I did a whole 360 in the chair, when usually that's not necessary, um, and there was a moment where she was cutting the side of my head, and she was holding the, the razor in a specific way, and I was like, "Mm." but she was cutting the side of my head, and I saw her hand shaking, now, before you go crazy, you could say, yeah, but the, the razor does vibrate naturally, okay, but she was shaking, and I could see her hand, I was like, oh my gosh, anyway, got my hair cut, it's fine now, love, love the length that it's at, but I'm making a change, I'm making a change, probably sometime this week, or like just sometime, I'm gonna go to Walmart and buy myself a hair cutting kit situation, and a mirror, so that I can cut my hair myself, now, do I know how to cut hair? No, but I'm going to learn. And like she said, it takes practice, but I think it will be, and I'm not willing to go. And okay, I didn't say, but the lady who cleaned it up for me, she did a really good job. So kudos to her. She only paid me $10, which is still insane. That's 180 Rand for a cleanup, mind you. But I was like, think it's $10. It's fine. Um... So I was like, okay, that's okay, that's okay, so, and like I said, like, I'll have to keep, to maintain and keep my hair at the length that I want, it needs to be 
cut often, like every weekend. So I'm not going to go every weekend and pay $10 every weekend by this lady. Like that's a lot of wasted money where I can just buy myself a kit, go on YouTube and learn how to cut my hair myself. And it can't be like that deep. And if I need help with like the back or another spot, I have a roommate who can help me do that. So, yeah. Who I can ask, obviously. I'm not going to, like, force her. But then again, practice. And it's also going to be, like, I think I'm going to use it as, like, my winter break activity um, as well. So I'm going to have to buy myself, like, a mirror and then a place to, like, put it so I can cut my hair. Yeah, it's going to be a whole thing. But I refuse to pay so much money for a haircut. I'm done. I'm finished. Anyway, I digress. We move on. But that, like, I was like, this is so bad. I just, like, then I thought I was in my own head that I was being dramatic. And, but then I was like, no, like, my hair is, like, not the right length, you know? Anyway, moving on. So that was that. Um, I think, yeah, that was, like, this weekend. And speaking of this weekend, I had my first spin class. Now, I didn't know what a sp- So, as a team, um, our coach signed us up for a spin class to take as a team and I've I'd always heard of spin classes and I for some reason just like never you know thought of like searching it seeing what it was um so I had no idea what a spin class was never taken one no idea what it was so and just hearing spin class I thought it was a dance thing and I was like ooh, fun like I love dancing and I obviously love to take a dance class one time just for like fun but it's not a dance class. It's a cycling class. It's pretty intense. Um, and we did that on Saturday morning. And that was pretty fun. I think I would do a spin class again. But. But. That's a funny pun. The, <laughs> the problem I have with spin class is the seats and how painful they are. Because... We were in that, we would, we did for like an hour or 45 minutes and like five, 10 minutes in my bum was hurting so badly, so badly. I was like, I cannot sit on this thing anymore because my bum hurts so badly. And that's the only problem I had with it really. Cause one, you are already like fighting and pushing the cycling bit of the class and you know, sweating. I have never sweat so much cycling in my entire life. Like, I was dripping in there. And when I walked out, my whole shirt was wet. And I was like, I was, I was literally sweating so much. My arms were sweating. Like, in tennis, you kind of sweat, but you're also, like, moving. So the sweat's there, but it's not like that. But on my, in the class, it was, like, on me, and it was dripping. I to wipe my arms, wipe my hands, and all the things. And I was like, whoa. So that I was sweating like pretty intensely, but my bum and like having the pain of that and then your legs because you're cycling is like, ugh. so that's the only problem I have with spin. And like today, it's actually weird. For some reason, it felt like I did the spin class like a couple of days ago, but I did it yesterday. But today I was like, I was like, my bum hurts so bad. Like every time I sit somewhere, 
I was like, my bum hurts. But I couldn't, like, think, like, why? Like, I didn't do anything crazy or, like, fall or, like, this rash or anything. I didn't do anything crazy for my bum to hurt. So why does it hurt so bad? And it's in a, oh, it's in a particular place, but not to give TMI. Um, and I was like, nah. And then only when I was thinking of this episode and thinking about, like, spin class, I was like, wait. I literally, like... It was spin class. That's why my bum hurts so bad. Is spin class. So that's the only thing. But other than that, I would do it again. Like our coach was asking us, would you, do you like, would you prefer doing spin class over running? I was like, yes, every day of the week. Like I love running, but I'm just like not good at it. You know, like I have a goal to run a half marathon always. Um, But I'm just like, and with half marathons and, like, the long running, it's, like, my own pace. But, like, with the conditioning we do, it's, like, a particular pace. And I'm just, like, not a good runner. <laughs> so that sucks. But I enjoyed it. Super fun. Would I do it again? Absolutely. So definitely we have, like, a rec center, recreational center. So I definitely want to go look over there because they have, like, fun things there. So to, like, join, to do, like, a, a spin class or, like, dance class would be pretty fun um anyway moving on this was quite something for me this next thing um my mouth is so dry sorry not that that was not something but um yeah the other day i say the other day like it was a couple days it was literally like two days ago i I saw one of my dream cars for the first time in real life. Like, I saw it with my own eyes. So if you don't know, and I don't think I've said this, like, I've already said it to myself, really. But I have this whole thing in my brain and all these things that I want in my life and things I'm working towards. And yes, some of them are materialistic things. Oh, you know, they, you know what they say, materialistic things will make you happy. I know, but it would be nice to have a dream car. So, and it, it's just like fun to fantasize sometimes, you know, I never hurt anybody. So one of my dream cars is, wait, I have them on my pocket list. But, oh, it's is to oh is a 1968 or a 1972 vintage Ford Bronco, color forest green. Now, we I was walking like I don't even know what I was doing, but I was walking back to my dorm, and I see this car, and it's driving like we have a heel type beat. I was driving up the hill and I was like, oh my word. And it was kind of like a beige, kind of creamy Ford Bronco. And it was like, I wouldn't say it was the exact one that I, you know, want and fantasize about, but it was pretty close. And I was like, I remember looking at the thing and it driving past. And I was like, and that was a pretty color, but it's not my color. And looking at the back and I was like, I actually couldn't believe like that I, what, what I was seeing. I was like, is this it? And then it drove past and I looked at the back and it said Ford. I was like, oh. And I stood there for like a minute or two and I was like, oh my word. 
and I don't know what it is about seeing something you fantasize about, like, in real life, because when I say fantasize, I mean, like, going on Pinterest and seeing photos of, like, a Ford Bronco or whatever, and, like, fantasizing about it, but seeing it physically in real life, I don't know if it's, like, a thing of, like, oh, my word, it's, it's like, a it's possible type thing, or if it's, like, it's real and it exists type thing, um, I don't know, but I was, like, I don't know, I've never, <laughs> I was, like, starstruck by a car, um, but I saw that car and I said that and I was like, oh my god, I just saw my dream car for in real life for the first time. And I was like, is this a sign? Is this some, is this some kind of sign that I'm not seeing? <laughs> no, but I just wanted to say that and we will revisit this episode <laughs> in a couple of years and see if I get that car. Thinking about it now, probably not. Um, but hey, probably could Wait, that's not what I mean to say. Possibly could. That's what I mean to say. Because I'm thinking, like, is like, is it an American type thing? Because I'm not kind of looking to get my license here. Because I'm not going trying to go through that again. Or am I able to get it, like, exported if I get it in South Africa? Like, what are, what are the logistics? But then again, I'm not... Th- like, yeah, my brain goes down that hole when I don't even have the the, what am I saying, the car, or the money, to buy the thing, anyway, I just have a weird idea, who did it, sorry, I'm talking to myself, Mm, I need to write this down before I forget, okay, wait, what can I speak of? Oh, so that's that. Um, the next thing is... I thought we like trademark. So, kind of ending this off on a positive note. Wait, no. Before I speak about that, let me speak about my foot that I've been kind of saying here and there on the board. My foot, you know, I'm kind of... I'm Sorry. I'm currently in a boot. Now, do I need to be a boot, in a boot? Not really. But the physiotherapist is like just wear the thing to you know whatever um but i have a situation my foot i went for mri i had an x-ray when did i have an x-ray friday then nothing was okay but my foot was hurting and then i went for mri this morning so we'll see what what that's about tomorrow and what that looks like and what is going on down there because it's a weird thing and I have this weird relationship with with injuries. Um, yeah, because for the longest time, like, in my in my head... Cause, but, okay, wait. Wait. Let me take a moment. Because I... My mind is going everywhere. <sighs> right. So, back at home, I could never voice the pain I was feeling with my coach. Because... It would always be taken as this thing of like me trying to get out of something or me faking. That's like the my biggest fear is like someone thinking that I'm lying when I'm in genuine pain. And that's like what I always think, which is why I never voice if I'm in pain. Because it's like they're just not going to believe me. They're just not going to believe me. Because that's what 
has happened for most of my life until it had reached a breaking point. And that's what happened at home with my wrist, with my groin, um, is that my coach would like force me to play even though my wrist was in shambles and I just couldn't hold my racket anymore. And then I had to go to a physiotherapist and, you know, uh, yeah, it just, like, I, I voice it too, or action is taken too late. And that is because I didn't say anything. And that is because of the fear of what that, what would follow, you know, I don't know. Yeah, it was a whole thing. So coming here to college tennis and having people kind of be super open and be like, if you are in pain, whatever pain, tell me so that we can take care of it. Because kind of realizing that we put our bodies through so much more, or I'm putting my body through so much more that I, than I did at home. So obviously my body is going to react to that change. And it's not like, what is that? Oh, it's not like if you feel pain, come to me because you have, you're injured and you're not going to play. It's like, if you feel pain, let's see what it is. Take care of it so you can carry on so that I can carry on. Not that I can stop and take care of it. And you don't want to let something go so far that you are out for a couple of months. So that is kind of the re. that's how I see it. The reasoning behind, if you feel pain in your foot, come to the physio, let them look at it, put some ice, give you some pain tablets or whatever, let them treat it so that you are good the next day. You know, that's like what I see. It's a kind of, it's like a, a well-oiled machine. Like you take care of it. You don't, you know, oh, I never thought about that, but you don't let it like run its course until it rusts and whatever. And then you have to shut it down and then repair the whole thing. And that takes months and months and months. Um, and then it's back again. And then that cycle, you kind of want to piece by piece, make sure, you know, it's running every single day, you know, take care of this part, take care of this part. Um, so that the whole system is running smoothly. That's kind of how I see it. Um, a well-oiled machine. So with my foot, I was like, it was hurting. And as I said, we went to ITAs, my foot was hurting so badly. And I can literally recall like a moment we were playing doubles and I stepped in some way and then I was like, oh my, with my foot. And then I just, every time I said it would, it would like hurt. And then I told myself if I, cause I was returning the ball, it was on my side. And I said, I am not going to be able to return this ball because I cannot move. Like if I press on this foot again, I'm going to, I'm going to fall. <laughs> I'm going to fall. You know what I mean? Or I'm going to buckle because my foot hurts. So I was like, oh my word, what am I going to do? And I tried to stand on my toe to like avoid it, but then that wasn't working. And then I stood on my heel. Eh. But then luckily the girl served the double fault, so I didn't have to return the ball. <laughs> so I didn't move. Um, and then it kind of went away, but the pain is just like there. Um, so I voiced the pain and let them know before it got too bad. And now we are here. Now we are here. We will see tomorrow, hoping that it's not that big, because they think it's like a stress factor, but I don't, I, I don't think it is. I think it probably, I don't know. I, I don't know. what. Who am I? What can I say? Um, but we'll see tomorrow. And it'll be really nice if it wasn't that bad, because I, 
like I could like right now take this boot off and walk normally and then go play tennis and it'll be fine but then I'll play like tomorrow or the next day and play a bit more and it'll hurt really bad you know and that's what's so confusing is that it doesn't hurt for like two days and then the next day it hurts so bad that I can't move and then it's just like a little pain 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 and it's like what even is this like I what is going on <laughs> ew that was gross I like spat in my book um but that's what we're dealing with but I don't think it's too crazy but we'll see I'm taking care of it now I'm trying to stay off my feet um but we shall see I don't think it's I just don't think it's that bad I, I don't think it's that bad but when it gets bad it's bad you know what I mean so ending that that's my foot situation but ending on a high note the booker the spring box have done it again ladies and gentlemen and how well you identify we have won the rugby world cup back to back baby now <laughs> oh my word it's actually at this point in time i wish i was at home just to be in south africa during this time is like why i want to be in Lina so bad, like there at home so badly because this is such a win not just for like the spring was for but for our country like you know our captain Mkokel, mr seokli says it's such it's such a big one foundation and being a third world country and are we I think we are. Yeah, we're like a third country. We have our issues, our country struggles. To have this, like, win is so crazy. And what it did, because 2019 was rough, I remember. But all every year is rough. So to have, like, like the Springboks are our literal hope. And the Proteas, the Cricket Proteas, no joke. Um, and just to see them lift the World Cup again, back to back, because it's so weird that it was in 2019, because it felt like the World Cup was literally, like, now, now, like, last year, but it was in 2019, which was four years ago, and I just remember, like, every time when we would drive from home to school, there's, like, this board or this light thing that says, like, 2019 Rugby World Cup Champions, is something along those lines. And that's obviously still there. And now that we are 2023 champions back-to-back four times is insane. It's so crazy to me. And I'm just so... I'm just such a proud South African. I mean, I've never not been a proud South African, but I am a proud South African now. You know what I mean? And even, like, in the music... Like, what can I say? The music industry, Miss Tyler is killing it with you know, her amazing, um, journey, and she said her best, she was like, there's something about South African people, we just have that, there's something about it, we just have something, I don't know what you call it, but there's just something about it, and it's just good to see us have a win, you know what I mean, and what can I say, it's been, I remember yesterday, no, yeah, yesterday was the final, and Saturday, and it was also the homecoming game here at Upstate against Southern Mers. I don't know. 
so they missed. And I was like, what is a homecoming game? And I had to literally search what a homecoming game was. Um, and I remember sitting on the hill and I was like, oh my gosh, there are so much more important things happening right now in the world. The Rugby World Cup, aka. So I would like be sitting watching at play, but then also following like the live, because I couldn't watch it. So I actually like look at the live score. And I'm looking at the live score and I'm like literally peeing my pants because we won by one point. And it was like such tight margins. And then just seeing like the lit, like people's statuses and everyone's Instagram stories and just like the Instagram posts went crazy. I was like, oh my word, we actually won the World Cup again. Oh my, I actually couldn't believe it. I was in disbelief, but also not really, you know, but we done it again. We done did it again. There was such random people there, for being honest. Like, I saw Roger Federer was there, and I was like, in my head, I'm like, why is Roger there? Like, what? What's, why is he there? And I was like, oh, yeah, he's, like, kind of part South African because his mom's from Pretoria. Type B, but it's interesting, you know what I mean, when people come, when everything is all good. But I'm not saying that he's that person, but I'm just saying, you know, I'm just saying. But it was good to see Roger there. Um, I was like, I was so confused for a second, um, but then I connected the dots. Mr. Novak was there, Djokovic was there, I was like, why is he there? I was like, why is Djokovic there? Does he even watch rugby? Does he even know rugby? I was like, what's, what, what, what is he doing there? And then I was like, oh yeah, he's in Paris for the Rolex Masters, which is gonna happen soon. So I was like, okay, I forgive, I forgive. But I was like, why is he there? And then I saw Rita Ora was there oh is she australian i don't know or mm, news mm, i don't know but she has an accent anyway jason Momoa was there which was understandable um but also like it was just so random like it was such random like some some random thing what's her name sophie turner was there i saw when they were like unveiling the web ellis cup Sophie Turner was walking with this other guy. And I was like, is that Sophie Turner? I was like, what? What is she doing there? And then again, I was like, like, what is she doing there? I was so confused. But then I tried to connect the dots. It must be. And then I saw the case was covered in Louis Vuitton. And I was like, it must be like a Louis Vuitton thing. Or some brand thing that she was there. You know what I mean? I was just so confused. I mean, she looked amazing, but I was just so confused as to why she was there. I was like, what is going on? You know? Um, but yeah, what a weekend. What a moment. What a moment for, you know, us South Africans. And honestly, I must say, I, re- I really respect rugby. I think it is a gentleman's game is that what they call it it might be it's super aggressive and you know and like dirty and you know nitty-gritty and getting down and dirty in the dirt whatever but it's such a like respect i respect the game so much because i think it's like it's rugby is the literal epitome of kind of leaving it out on the field and letting that be does that make sense? Like, I don't know how to word that properly, but to give an example is like, you know, giving blood, sweat, and tears into the game, you're all and fighting and literally to the end. And then after that, we're just like normal people 
kind of. You know, we're just like we're just like people who love to do what we do and at the end of the day we're all human and just people doing what they love and we respect that about each other. Because like even at the end of this all blacks and Springbok game, you see like a Springbok player like talking to an all blacks player and kind of you know talking to them and hugging and showing so much appreciation and like admiration for them and shaking hands and going to families and taking pictures with their families and it's i just like i respect the game a lot because it's a thing of like what is the word leaving it on the field and letting that be but then off the field we're all just like people it's not that deep <laughs> like that's like the thing i use like it's not that deep you know what i mean like I think of sometimes when I play matches and this is something I've been thinking of like who someone instilled this in me I can't remember who, I think I know it was but it might be like a combination of people where it was I think it was Mr. May maybe my hockey coach or my other I don't know but someone was like just be a good person or just be a nice person something like that you know what I mean like on the tennis court then again you're like playing your all you know you might have a little bit of arguments but when you when the match is over it's over like you leave it on your the whole business on the field on oh my gosh on the court like you leave it there after that we're just like we're just like people and it, i think at the back of my head i try to keep in mind like just be a nice person you know it doesn't like just be a good person because even last or a couple of weeks ago i played a match it was pretty brutal um in terms of like my level and the way I was playing um so I lost the match and I could have easily have been like you know not like the person I played against and been mean to her and just like not talk to her um but we were both on the court and I was like the match is over like it's not that deep and we had a really nice conversation like I talked to her um she is super nice and we just like talked and all that stuff and I was just like, it's like, it's not that deep. You know, we're all here doing what we love to do. And we respect that about each other. But some people don't think that way. And they kind of take on court business off the court. Then it gets a bit messy. That's when I'm like, okay, this is like too much right now. So yeah, I think uh, that's a good reminder is to just like be a good person. Just be a nice person, you know. And also, like, the thing Jacob Collier said once is, like, don't try to be cool, like, be warm, you know? Um, anyway, that is all I have for thee today. That's all I have. Um, it has been a blast. A nice little regular episode. I'll probably post another episode on Wednesday, um, because we're leaving on Thursday to play our last tournament in Wilmington. North Carolina, and I don't know if I'm going to play because of my foot, but we'll see. We shall see. Anyway, it's been a blast. If you made it thus far into the episode, you already know that you are a real one indeed. And I appreciate you. I thank you. And I'm so, 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 so forever grateful for you and your support. Truly. And you can support the pod. You can support the pod. I really appreciate that. Following on Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, leaving a rating, letting me know what you like, what you didn't like. And what you might want to see more of. This is just the beginning. As I always say, we're just getting started. And I'm so excited for the journey that we are about to embark on together as a community. So with that being said, 
Mwah, mwah. Hugs and kisses all around. And I will see you in the next one. Bye.